All right, wherever you are in the cosmos, we are live. Welcome back to Dan's Game Room. Uh, today, joined by Matt. What's up, Matt? Hey, what up, Dan? And Spencer, what's up? What's going on? Not too much, man. Uh, glad to have both you guys back. Uh, this is one that we've kind of talked about for a little bit. I know Matt and I have been wanting to do this for a while. Um, tonight is going to be all about skateboarding games. Um, mainly Tony Hawk, um, with some skate thrown in there, and then maybe some... Uh, honorable mentions of other other games that we've uh, played as far as skating goes. So uh, I guess let's start off by uh, when did you guys get into skateboarding games? Because I know that none of us really skateboard in real life. Um, maybe we've tried it. I've fallen off a board or two. Tried like, it because uh, of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's the same thing, but it just never quite worked for me. Um, but like, what got you into it? As far as, we'll start with Tony Hawk, because that came out first. What got you into Tony Hawk, and what system was it for? Uh, so I was just telling Spencer about this. Uh, like, I played it, like, right when it came out. Uh, one of my childhood friends got it for his birthday. And, like, as soon as he opened the present, it was, like, going in the PS1. And, like, we were all crowded around taking turns playing. Small the, CRT. Yeah, small <laughs> CRT, the shitty warehouse level. And we were all taking turns just getting the secret tape or trying oh, to get it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we all thought that that was all there was to the game is you just you make the jump and you hit the secret tape. <laughs> you, tape and collector. Then, yeah, and then as soon as we found out, it's like, oh, you can do actual tricks and, like, get a high score and, like, grind and stuff. It was just, it was all over. Oh, my God. And that so that was, was that Pro Skater 1 or yeah, 2? Yeah, Pro Skater 1, yeah, okay. right when it launched. Oh, my God. Okay, so 99 then, because yeah. that's when the first one came oh, out. Yeah. Shit. So we would have been like 7 or so. Um, what about you, Spencer? What was your first kind of forte into it? Um, it was on the 64. Uh, my brothers owned it, because they're older, so I got all the hand-me-down games, and I just played their stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, the first one I played was 3. We had 2. I didn't touch one until much later. Okay. But I think mostly, I would say three was the one I really got introduced on it. Okay. That was the one I just remember going through Foundry like crazy. It's like the only <laughs> map that I played for three years, I think, was the just first didn't map. Lock anything. <laughs> and, just like and I remember thinking that the one day I discovered Secret Tape, the most elusive object in the game, that I was a badass. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Three was also my starting point on the uh, original Xbox, um, which terrible controller for Tony Hawk. I, I just happened to have this Halo 2 machine. And I was like, might as well try another game did you, for it. Uh, did you have the Duke controller too? So I had the Duke controller right when I started, and it was like... It was so bad. I mean, oh, and I have, like, I have like average size hands or whatever, but like it's just... I don't know. It was like you're trying to grip a, like a huge football as a kid. <laughs> it just like didn't make any sense. Um, but it was really hard to land tricks um, on Pro Skater 3 on the Xbox controller. But I played it on there for a while. Um, but then it was really when I jumped right to uh, like Underground 2 on the GameCube is when I like just became obsessed with the series. But man, I remember just being kids and us just... That was mainly what we played, isn't it? Like Pro Skater 3 together? Yeah, yeah. Or... as far as multiplayer games, that was the big one that we really jammed was Pro Skater 3 on PS2 and then uh, Underground 2 on your GameCube. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what's interesting. I guess for, I bet, it's 
It's kind of one of those things for our generation, I bet, that most people have at least heard of the Tony Hawk games, or Tony Hawk himself, which is crazy, because none of us in this room right now are very athletic. Like, none of us, like, I I played about an hour of soccer growing up. Um, I played, like, three hours of basketball. Like, I just, I didn't, I wasn't very athletic. I'd ride my bike around. But there's something alluring about Tony Hawk, I feel, as far as, like, the the music the the arcade style just gameplay to it like what do you guys think drew you into that is it just well skateboarding and like extreme sports were just huge in like you know the late 90s early 2000s like tony hawk's face was on everything already um so just a, a video game about you know these extreme sports is already immediately enticing to me yeah, like that X Games culture of the '90s and early 2000s. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Same with frosted tips and graffiti. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah. If it, it was either a skateboard or a snowboard, it seems. And like, there was other, there were other sport games too. Like in this ty- style of thing, stuff I've never tried. Like um, Kelly Slater's surfing. And yeah, then, I rented it at Blockbuster. It's uh, awful. It's so bad. So is it like? You're doing flips and things and doing tricks, but just in the water? It, or? It's very similar, but it's like, yeah, you're riding the pipe and hanging 10. <laughs> <laughs> like, And then there's, is it Matt Hoffman's yeah. Pro BMX? Did anyone ever play that? I also rented that from oh. Blockbuster. Not as bad as uh, surfing. It, it's decent. No, the BMX series is good. Really? They're not bad, yeah. Another great soundtrack. Hollywood yeah. video rental for me, too. So, did those? It was all. It was all Activision that would. All the uh, pro series was Activision. Yeah, Activision published them, and NeverSoft developed the good ones, at least, which we'll get to. Um, but so it was all kind of the same feel. Like, was it less for the music? Was it less like punky since it was a different sport? Was it like surf ska music? Like, are you listening to Jack Johnson or yeah. a lot of rock? <laughs> A lot rock, of rock okay. and stuff. I, I think. I mean, I don't really remember the soundtrack, honestly. It wasn't notable, I don't think. Yeah, just, just because I didn't play it as much, I don't yeah. remember. But yeah. yeah, it's just it's just so funny to me that those were such things. And like even like Matt, you had a uh, you had an X Games like snowboarding game, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Winter X Games two thousand and one, I think. <laughs> and like. Not an Activision game, but it's, you know, the extreme sports, snowboarding kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That that one's awesome for different reasons. It has, like, <laughs> RPG elements. You're leveling up your individual stats and stuff. The best part, and we mentioned this earlier before we start recording, but my favorite part of that game is, oddly enough, like, the game starts up, and there's just, like, smooth, like, early 2000s, like, kind of, like, cool jazz music. I don't know. It's just, like, it's very fitting for the time, like, menu music. But then there's this guy that fades in, like, 30 seconds in. He's just going, ah, ah, ah. He's just, like, this dude screaming, like, out of nowhere in this menu. It doesn't make any fucking sense in the world. And, like, we're just, like, playing this game, and this guy starts screaming. And I don't know. I thought it was, like, a low-key horror game or something. I think it's uh, foreshadowing for the fact that you can break bones in that game, and you have to pay the hospital (laughs) hospital bills. bills. And, like, don't they stack or something? Yes, it gets worse and worse. Sir, uh, your pro career is going to end if you keep breaking this leg. <laughs> but I guess as far as Tony Hawk goes, I don't know exactly how it came about. But obviously, I think Activision and Tony Hawk came up with a deal. 
Um, but those early games, uh, I guess to touch on first, so 99 Pro Skater 1 came out. Um, pretty solid. I never got a lot of experience with it until much later, like recently. Um, but 2 is the one that added quite a bit, I think. Uh, you could go into, you could, it added manualing, wall riding, um, and you couldn't revert yet. That was more in 3, but um, those early games had a lot of just subtle improvements until like 4 and Underground really started. Yeah, th that's the biggest like culture shock, especially if you started with the third game or later in the series, is that when you play one and two, it's very hard to combo and like rack up a huge score. It, it's a lot about landing like a single really nice grab into a grind or something like that doing you know finding a gap and getting the points for that but you can't really freestyle as much as you can in the later games yeah you're not you're not chaining like in underground two or underground or even like three and four to a degree you're you're manualing and you're going along and you're just landing trick after trick um, whereas one, you're just trying to do like, you're trying to get a trick that's like over 2000 points. Like you're just barely crawling. Which oddly makes it one of the most realistic games in the series. <laughs> that started at the bottom, but like the yeah. most real. Yeah. I, I don't know, but like going back now, it just feels kind of like it's like you, it's more realistic, but it still is a chunkier experience. Um, Spencer, didn't you kind of wasn't your bread and butter more like four and underground, or what'd you what'd you play the most on GameCube? I remember we we rented un, uh, Pro Skater Four probably m more times than we could have just bought it. <laughs> probably spent more money on rentals than buying it. Um, it's that gratification, yeah. Like <laughs> of let's let's go to Hollywood Video, ride our bikes up to Hollywood Video with Mom's uh, change jar. Yeah, three pockets full of quarters. No, literally took the change jar to Hollywood Video <laughs> on our bikes and would count count change in front of the clerk to up our rental. Clerk on that is one. so mad at you. And me and like... my brother, yeah, and no, they knew us. They They're knew raking us. in the they, dough. They, they love was, it. They, they were expecting it at a certain point. <laughs> Those boys again. <laughs> yeah. We would walk in and they would just look at us probably with disgust. I don't know. I would hate me if I was a Hollywood video It's clerk. that fucking quarter kid again. But I just remember we got um we got underground like as a gift from I think like my aunt or something. Like my parents just told her to buy it for us for like one of our birthdays or some mm -hmm. other. And I just remember going through the store on that one and just thinking I was the meanest skater. Cause that one you get to go from being like, you know, bottom of the barrel, you're just skating around your city in New Jersey or whatever, to being a top of the line, you know, you know, skating against Tony Hawk and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, that, you go the whole scale. That actually had a really, probably one of the best, if not the best story in the series, I think. Like, just because you, you are, like, you're just this kid in a neighborhood, and this yeah. guy's like, yo, man, you want to, like, you want to fucking skate? Yeah. That's <laughs> when you get you get a promoter, and, uh, you know, you get signed by, like, a, you're the local skate shop after a while, and, like, you just, you go and, like, you're, like, going to New York to... Uh, you know, record your first video, like demo or whatever, and you got to send it off to this producer and all this stuff. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it 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 just kind of. I think that's kind of where the series veered even further into just. It was propelled more into the public consciousness because it's like you can get off your board, um, like stickers slapping, and just it felt to me. Um, 
kind of like the pinnacle of what you expect. From well, that. and it, I feel like it propelled like the skater mentality of you know, screw the world, and like they got a lot more like not edgy, but you know, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't quite angsty, but it was just. It was a little bit less like here we are, like we are Tony Hawk, and we're doing like a pro skate, and we are you know at a competition doing this to you know underground under i guess the name of it underground you're more underground (laughs) skater and you know you're more in the actual world of skating and that you know that more late 90s skate skatewear skate brand stuff you know that whole yeah you're you're working your way up versus Mm -hmm. like otherwise you're like you are tony hawk or you are in in my case bob burnquist uh (laughs) chad muska (laughs) in the earlier games there's not even a story to speak of it's not like you're a top skater at these like jamming these competitions it's you're a computer character grabbing the skate letters you know there's no flavor to it whatsoever and like they have some funny missions but there's no continuity there's no personality it's just points yeah it it really this is a great way to put it like i guess i never put it into that perspective but like the pro skater it really is a game that if you slapped it into like an arcade cabinet, oh, it would work. I that guess sounds in, so sick. I, I guess, want one now. I guess in the game you play for the high scores, like on an arcade cabinet. Yeah, like, you yeah. Know, in the in the warehouse level, you go to the cab. But yeah, like that. I really want to let's make that happen, guys. But like you go, if you go into that mindset of it's an arcade game, it makes a lot of sense. Whereas when you get to the underground. Like you were saying, Spencer, you're you're building something from nothing. So as a skater, it's a story. Yeah, like, there's a yeah. linear story there. Like you're underground, you're you, you're hanging with your buddy, like doing all this crazy stuff. He screws you over, then you get pro. Like that's building the story. ramps and just <laughs> Tony Hawk Underground one spoiler um, for the story. <laughs> yeah, don't play it now. Uh, <laughs> versus like Tony Hawk Underground two, which is my personal favorite. Not. Not so much for the story because it's it's all fucking jackass and stuff like that. Like it's like you know. Um, it, it felt shoehorned in, and it was a little bit too juvenile, a bit too corny. Yeah. Like, but but the core mechanics of the game are the same, or in my opinion, slightly improved from Thug One, mm-hmm. and and just the maps are good. It. It was kind of like a Tony Hawk 1 to 2 thing. Very marginal improvement, yeah. like, technology-wise, but basically the same thing. Yeah, it's not like you're going huge leaps and bounds mechanically because of the huge step that Underground had already taken. It was just yeah. more of a refinement. I think with a better story, it could have just easily blown everything else away. Like, at the time, though, I think I think we were the perfect age yeah, for Yeah, as, it, like, a 12-year-old, it, it was pretty funny. It was hilarious, yeah. yeah. There was that kid in the wheelchair, uh, mm-hmm. Polly, who just it was a real asshole. And then, like, we... You um, remember his name. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and then Bam Margera. Like, the whole, the whole jackass crew was kind of funny. Um, but... I don't know. Which Tony Hawk game do you guys think has the best soundtrack? Three. Three. Really? Yeah. That's literally hands down. Like, there's no question about it. Underground 2, these guys are scrubs. <laughs> no, like, I guess, I, I think it's it's pretty close, but I don't, like, who, I is, that, who, who is the main artist on 3? The, the soundtrack's really... I mean, there's, there's never, like, a main artist. I yeah. mean... 
I guess that sticks out in your mind, I guess I should say. I mean, the, the biggest one for me is Del the Funky Homo Sapien, if you must. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that's the number like, one. Like, at, at the time, I had never really heard hip-hop that wasn't, like, you know, radio, top 40. Money and hoes. Yeah, yeah. 50 Cent yeah. or The Game <laughs> or, you know, Eminem or something like that. And it just, like, it, it really opened my mind to this whole new like world of music that I never would have listened to otherwise. Yeah, it was always kind of cool that like it was still part of that culture to have it's like it was punk and then rock like you'd like on 3 you got the Ramones in there and different things but then you have a few hip hop songs and I think that really is a big part of the games for a lot of fans including us like just the fact that there's such good music, you have to listen to something for the hours that you're playing it, you know? Like, how many other games do you know, especially, like, at the time, that had licensed music in their games and a wide variety of it? I don't know of anything else. Uh, Kelly Slater's Pro Server. No, like, other, yeah. other than those <laughs> games, I can't think of anything. Like, especially, even look at, like, a... Guitar Hero, where on like the first couple they had like sound alike covers, like like oh yeah, wow. like like on the first and second one, I remember playing, you know, and it's just you're rocking or whatever, and it's like this doesn't quite sound right, and they had like one or two songs that were licensed, so it's like even games that were solely about music didn't always have the rights, whereas Tony Hawk was just they did everything right, you mm -hmm. know, so. That's, I don't know, that's kind of where, you know, it's the golden years, the glory golden years of Tony Hawk with Activision and Neversoft at the helm. Yeah, they're all they're all fun and solid in their own right. Yeah, um, so that's basically 99 to 04. 05 comes around and it goes into American Wasteland. Did you, Spencer, have like any history with that one or? That's one I actually never owned. Um, my best friend at the time when, when we were younger, he owned it, I remember, and I remember going to his basement all the time we played it. Um, it was fun, um, but I really haven't went back to it in a long time, so I don't have much of an opinion on it. Yeah. I just remember thinking that I wanted to go home and play more Underground 1. That's, you know what, I think that's the best. I mean, replace Underground 2 with that for me. It's like, that's the best way to describe American Wasteland. I remember Matt and I, did we both day one that game? Or we got yeah. it like... Yeah, like, I, I bought it right away for sure. We were so hyped for this new game. Like, how could they beat Underground 2? And I just, there's something about it. I, I haven't played it much in the past few years, but there's just something about it where it was like... They tried to make it more open world, but you really just are running through these loading corridors the whole time. Not even a rail in them. It's just like you're just riding through it. But like something about the magic started to fade for me around that time. And as I was playing it, my whole thought was, I want to pop in an older game in the series. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you guys, why do you think that was? Like, like I, I've had that feeling with a lot of game series. And I always hope that it's not just old man syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> but... I, I do have the distinct impression that just something was, like, lacking mechanically in that game. I remember not liking the art style. Um, I remember kind of not taking to the open world. It felt a little empty. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't as much to fill that world with. And it kind of had that, like, I think it was set in California. It had that, like, L.A. inked style. Like, everyone's, <laughs> like, it's the tattooer, and it's just, like, kind of, like, 
super bright. I don't know. It just it didn't feel quite right. It's like there were some <clears throat> good ideas. I think they had like a BMX thing in there, like you could get on a bike and ride and like uh, do tricks and stuff. But it, it all felt kind of half baked. Yeah, it's like it had potential, but. Did any of you guys ever play it on um, any handhelds, like Game Boy Advance? No. Or... It's not good, but... They have handheld versions of American Wasteland? No, 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 of Tony Hawk games. No. Oh, Sorry, I, not I had one on DS. How was that? Did you use the stylus? I think it was a... I want to say it was downhill jam. Oh, wait a minute. Um, I wrote it down. Motion. Tony That's Hawk the one. Motion. That's the one right there. Was it fucking um, shit? I, rem- well, I remember <clears throat> because... Uh, my brother had gotten it, I believe, and we had played it like a ton. He loved it. I, I want. I want to say like. I mean, we were younger <laughs> though. I don't know when it came out, but I mean, it was like original DS. Like we had like the clamshell, big bulky the DS. Big so, I mean, boy. it was. Yeah. It was like what two thousand six, if even you know. Yeah. I mean, two thousand eight. I think. Eight, did it come out? Okay, mm-hmm. it was like two thousand eight <clears> probably <throat> then, and it. Yeah. It was fun, but probably just because it was handheld. And yeah, those you know every handheld game was like this is awesome. You know your standards it was, are just it, so the standards much lower. are so low when you're playing. You're a DS playing Tony game. Hawk on the go. It's like yeah. playing Skyrim on the yeah. Switch today. You're yeah. like, holy shit, I can <laughs> take it anywhere. Exactly. Um. So fun fact, uh, Tony Hawk has come out on twenty different platforms, um, from like you know consoles to mobile or handhelds, including N-Gage. including the Engage. Oh yeah. I don't know if like. Anyone out there, shout out to Engage owners. I've never met any of you, all eight of you. Um, basically, a cell phone that also came with like the ability to play games. But the problem with the Engage, among many things, besides the fact that it was like early 2000s and it was a phone game system, you had to unscrew the back plate to change the game cartridges. And it, it, it'd be like uh, like where the battery in the SIM card is. Yeah, and then the game good. in there. So people would be trying to change their game and their battery would fly out and they'd have to restart the phone. Like, it's just, it was such bullshit. But Tony Hawk made it. So just a testament to, I mean, the diversity. I mean, if it would have been around when the Virtual Boy was, I'm sure it would have made it on there too. But... Um, so after American Wasteland is really honestly where I fell off the Tony Hawk series. Like I didn't buy one for years. Um, it, it was still uh, Activision and Neversoft, um, but it turned into Downhill Jam and Project Eight, followed by Proving Ground. Do you guys have any experience with any of those games? So did you say you played Downhill Jam? We played the mess out of Downhill Jam. That was the last, the newest game probably that. I extensively played. So, is so it- yeah, explain it to me. Because I skipped it because of my sheer hatred for the downhill level in the first game and how shitty it See, is. It's, it's <laughs> a completely different beast. Downhill game is basically, it's pretty goofy. It's basically, you start at the top of a huge like hill, but it, it's like a mountain. Right. Like, this, there is no physical hill that is this big. But, you know, <laughs> I, remember, I remember there's like a San Francisco level in the game. And I just remember bombing that hill you just go it's crazy fast it's kind of goofy it's really colorful but you just like race and do tricks and it's nothing like any other Tony Hawk game is it the same controls for like flip tricks and stuff? yeah it's about the same in terms of mechanically but it just you know you're not you know doing a manual trick combos and you're not you know your high score is going fast and avoiding things and doing tricks midair while going fast and grinding and you know continuing your grinds and I mean is it like, are there any, like, as you're going down this hill, is there like a place to like 
get into a bowl real quick and like do any stalls. Or I mean, you are always moving. It's like the game is called downhill jam for a reason. So, <laughs> so you, you are going downhill, downhill jam with you're, breaks. You're going downhill and jamming. You know what I mean? But it is awesome, actually. I'd love to get back into it. Would you compare it to like SSX or something like that, where it's like a I, racing game where you can do tricks? It, it is almost kind of like SSX. You know, it's that's a much better comparison than any regular Tony Hawk game. I would say. Damn. See, like to at the time that was a huge like oh no like i don't want to play that but now i'm really curious to see how it plays like the controls seemed tight like the classic Mm -hmm. okay like it seems like it's been a while like it has been eight (laughs) years you know how however long it's been a while kid mind like like, (laughs) this is like yeah this is like preteen or kid mind talking that i liked it you know but i mean if i think about it it's fond memories you know what i mean and that's that's half the battle. Yeah, unlike American <laughs> Wasteland, where I wanted to get back to Underground 2 yeah, or Underground 1. I you still know. <laughs> don't like... American Wasteland's probably fine, if not a bit empty, but in my mind now, I'm still like, fuck that game. Well, like, and you have to think, too, I mean, you know, now we're thinking about nostalgic factors of, you know, oh, we loved Underground or we loved Pro Skater 3, but, mm-hmm. you know, if my kid mind hated American Wasteland, yeah. what would my adult mind what think, incentive? you know? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, if that... If, if, if the favorable kid thinking was yeah. this game's kind of bullshit like now thinking critically it's just like pitchforks you know yeah exactly um i don't know it's just yeah didn't you own project eight Matt? yeah so again because i was just a huge fan of the series since the first game i got it on launch after feeling very lukewarm about uh, american wasteland by like all right we're gonna give it another shot and Honestly, it was just pretty forgettable. It's like they abandoned the open world thing, but started using bigger levels than in previous games. And it was pretty similar mechanically, no big innovations. I don't remember anything particularly bad with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just kind of there. Yeah, Jesus, it's just there's just not much to say. Like, is there like about like is it? Did the music still hold up? Like they they had some hieroglyphics on there. That's all oh, I remember. Oh shit! Yeah. Another Dell uh, super group. <laughs> <laughs> you know, traveling Wilburys over here. Um, I think th- that was also like if I'm looking at their release list, I'm noticing right now between '99 and 2007 they released a t- one or more Tony Hawk games per year. Like, it's almost like Assassin's Creed Syndrome, where it's, like, every year, Madden Syndrome. Like, it didn't feel bad, but, yeah, like, every year. And then 2006, Downhill Jam and Project 8 came out at the same time. So So. maybe this is what it was about Project 8, if I'm remembering correctly, is that it felt like it was trying to go for more of a skate feel, like the game skate. Mm, okay. Like maybe that's just coincidence or maybe it was because I was playing skate around a similar time. But it felt like it was trying to be more simulationist, but it wasn't really doing that very well. Yeah, because they came out about the same time. That's, I guess, a good point to talk about skate too because 2007, um, EA uh, came out with a game called Skate. Um, they came out with three of them. And if... If Tony Hawk is the arcade style the of Mario gameplay, Kart. the Mario Kart versus Skate, which would be more of like the Gran Turismo, um, the Forza, um, 
much more realistic. I, I picked it up the other day. I hadn't played it since I played it with you probably like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, and I crashed hard like 30 times. Like I, it was just me falling for 10 minutes. Like I, I, how would you guys describe the gameplay of Skate versus Tony Hawk? Well, when you look at Skate, I would say compared to Tony Hawk, I mean, you're looking at arcadey versus more... I don't want to say realistic. <laughs> as far as simulated there's, skateboarding there's more in mechanics to go through in the game, you know, and they, they put out a lot more, you know, you're not hitting one button to grind, you're landing on it, and you have to balance more, and, you know, just about everything within the game is a little more mechanically, like, sound, I would like, say. Like, almost. just describe the how the controls actually work between Tony Hawk and Skate. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, you know, you're... you're you're going up and then down with that stick to jump instead of hitting a button. You know, I think the biggest example you could even put out is, you know, the fact that you're using a lot more stick combos and you're, you're even everything from like the, I think the grind really is the biggest thing to explain about it, about how it's different is yeah. that you have to go, it's more in depth. You have to land differently and you have, the whole game is just different. Yeah. It's like when you, in Tony Hawk, like I can pick it up, like if, especially if it's like one of the ones I know really well. You can pick it up and you can just land a hundred thousand point combo. It's just like manual grab, grab, grind. You know, flip around, go into a bowl, come up. Whereas in skate, it's like you better. You're just trying to land on the rail. You're gonna miss, yeah. and then you're gonna flop like a rag doll and get hurt. Like it's just like it. It's a night and day difference. Well, and we played Skate 3 a little bit ago, and I don't know, you hadn't played too much of Skate anyway, uh -uh. I don't think. And, like, if you go back to Skate 1 and 2, it's a completely different ball game. I mean, Skate 3 is the most mechanically sound one. Oh, my you God. Know, Skate 1, I, I don't remember too fondly, but I just remember <laughs> we would uh, we would play that a lot, and it was it was hard. Like, it was, oh, we yeah. thought it was we thought it was just hard. I, the, the learning curve is way higher for Skate. Because you're using both analog sticks to do everything, it takes a lot more brain power <laughs> versus Tony Hawk where it's just you have a button to do a flip trick, a button to do a grab. Yeah, and you rotate the stick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely is more of a, like, a no-brainer for Tony Hawk. Whereas with Skate, yeah, like, I, I, I think, like, even if you feel really confident in the Tony Hawk sphere... When you get to skate, you're just you're you're starting over. I felt like a little kid, like what does this do? You know, like because with Tony Hawk, like I I was like, oh, at least it'll transfer over to skate. Like you get concepts, but you guys saw like I couldn't even. It's like keep up with the guy, first mission, and I was just like I would just <laughs> fall. Like I don't know, it, it's not clear. But uh, w once you do get the hang of it, like it, it feels really satisfying in a different kind of way. Because you're not hitting, like, a flip trick and do, you know, a grind and do a manual and do a grab. You dive onto your board. But <laughs> you, you do, like, one really nice kickflip, like, over a gap, and it just, it feels super great. It's really satisfying. And they, they also did the, uh, the whole open world thing in all of the skate games way better than, like, American Wasteland, you know, attempted to do. Yeah. Like... Just roaming around the city and, like, trying to find a good spot, like, something to jump off of or, like, do a trick over mm -hmm. it is really cool just in itself. Yeah, whereas in American Wasteland, you're just, 
you're rolling around wishing there was more. In Skate, it almost seems more like a reward to find a cool place to run. A good way to explain it is, uh, in Tony Hawk, the tricks you're doing are impossible. There is no (laughs) skater in the world who can run that many manuals into kickflips, into grinds, into, you know, whatever else is going to be. Yeah, yeah. In Skate, you know, you're not able to do all those crazy combos. It's a little, it's almost realistic in what you can expect to get out of each trick if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I, I remember one of the coolest modes in Skate was uh, uh, playing Skate, like, like, like horse in yeah, basketball. Yeah. Yes. So there will be an AI, and they do a flip trick just on flat ground, and you have to do the same flip trick by moving the analog sticks in, in the proper way. And if you fuck it up, then you get a letter. Yeah. And if you do it right, then it keeps going. And that mini game is actually really hard. Like, yeah, like just to do a trick or two. Yeah, all, all the different variations, like in your stance and the way you flip the board, it's, it's just really deep. Yeah, whereas with, you know, Tony Hawk, like that is one of the more, you know, love, loved memories for me um, is like when you. When you do like what was it firefight with somebody and it's like you're shooting flames at somebody or yeah yeah that, that that was in the thug games I think and then Tony Hawk also had a skate mode where yeah. you're doing the the horse thing with the mm-hmm. letters and you can make your own word and yeah <laughs> but but in that one instead of trying to land one trick the same because doing one trick would be so easy it's about who can get a higher score mm-hmm. per so, per letter yeah so that that seems more like what I'd be used to whereas otherwise in skate you're just watching this this pro AI just do finesse it. Yeah. It's really hard finessing one move. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'd love to see like a let's play or a speed run of skate just to see like someone blazing through these levels. Because uh, I mean, it, it, it must have been popular because by skate three, they even got like the my name is Earl guy uh, <laughs> in there, you know, whatever his name is, Earl. Uh, Earl sweatshirt. Um, His new album is really good, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, it's good. Awesome. Came out like two weeks ago. Speaking of other new releases, um, one thing we didn't know when we were planning to do this today, as of today, a brand new Tony Hawk game was released. Uh, Tony Hawk Skate Jam uh, for mobile. December 13th, 2018 marks a great day in the Tony Hawk sphere. <laughs> yeah, I think, honestly, it's a return to form. <laughs> like, would you describe it as breaking or broken? Uh... I started playing on my phone. Uh, it's a lot of microtransactions. It's a lot Sick. of It's a lot of bad uh, 3D models. Mm-hmm. And it, I believe it's a reskin of a different game that the developer had already previously made. So perfectly fitting for a Tony Hawk <laughs> game in 2018. Yeah, that honestly uh, <laughs> seems like a just a wonderful return to form for modern Tony Hawk games. You know, I'm pretty sure the game was pretty popular, though. So, I mean, I'm, it, it could be good. I don't know. Yeah, it could could. Be. I mean, you do know you played it. <laughs> I, 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 I put in about I put in about a, a twelve minutes of gameplay in here, um, and I unlocked one skateboard, and I, I died a lot, and I collected some letters. How often were you prompted to pay a dollar to play basketball? <laughs> um, uh, it, it definitely was trying to get me to spend some money, but really, in terms of a mechanically, in terms of how mechanically sound the game is, it's not. A t- a t- it's just. 
I'm kind of surprised that a touch um, skateboard game uh, on a mobile device wouldn't be super tight graphics yeah, and it's, controls. Uh, so. It's not very fun, honestly. Well, awesome. <laughs> um... Speaking of when Tony Hawk got not fun, um, so in 2007, um, Neversoft stopped developing Tony Hawk. Uh, they stopped just working with Activision, and this company called Robomoto took over. Um, that's when they made your DS game, and then that's when it really turned into a new direction with Ride, Tony Hawk's Ride, and Tony Hawk Shred. Um, and I don't know if you guys remember, but that's when they got the uh, like the skateboarding board, kind of like the Wii balance board that you like just shred on. Like, did you guys play that at all? No way. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my fucking house. I loved the commercials. Like I was telling you earlier, I always <laughs> saw the commercials on TV and asked for it, and I never got it. <laughs> Do you think your parents are like, he doesn't know how shitty this is. Like, he can't have it. I think that the peripheral costs like $90. So. I, think, I think I remember seeing it in Toys R Us, and it was, it was I think, <laughs> together it was over. It was like 100 bucks. I, th- I seem to remember being at the store and seeing, like, Tony Hawk ride and guitar hero legends of rock or something of that sorts you know two games whatever it was at the time Mm -hmm. and i picked guitar hero of course because you're a good person i I remember it because my i think my dad was like which one do you want but he secretly wanted guitar hero because it came with a new sound garden cd or something he was like he was like i'll get something out of this right such a so so i think that's what we ended up going with was the guitar hero but it was it was the full kit it had like two guitars and stuff so it was awesome jesus christ i remember like being in toys r us and seeing it like they had a whole display like an end cap with this board and i that was one of the first times that like i looked at a game and i thought this makes me sick. Like, just, I was so, I was like 15 and just smug about it. I was like, this game, this series is dead to me. <laughs> like, just, I don't know. I think you and I talked about it, Matt, and we were just inflamed by it. Yeah, yeah. And that was pretty much the end of it for Tony Hawk until 2012. They did uh, Pro Skater HD, which I played a little bit. It's pretty much exactly what you think. Just it's just like, a hard remake or remaster? I think so, yeah. It's just like nicer paint. Um, but the same kind of style and feel, um, until, you know, 2015 comes along and a new game gets announced, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. And I don't know about you guys, but I think I can collectively say for fans of the series, we were fucking ready. Like I was so excited to play Pro Skater 5 because it, it was kind of like a return to the more like arcade hardcore arcade style of the original four games um and maybe just a i thought it would just ditch the bullshit of the open worlds and the peripherals yeah yeah but it comes out and it's like 30 percent on metacritic like (laughs) and i thought it was harsh at the time i was like it can't be that bad so i bought it yeah like project eight was you know not as good i think they took out some of the mechanics but that's what i expected project eight two how bad can they mess up this existing thing yeah like even without neversoft it was still like activision knew that fans of the series had been around for at that point what like 16 years Growing up with this, you said you played, you know, right the year it launched. Like yes. you, a long time fucking fan, and then it's like, 
they were. I remember even seeing an interview with Tony Hawk, and he was like tears in his eyes. He's like, "This is the game. This is the game, you guys. I'm so sorry about all the other games. I'm this, so sorry. This baby. represents my vision. Yeah, finally, he's like, he's like, oh finally, gosh. I have creative control. Activision and I, we got this. And like, just I thought this is what we've been waiting for, and it was just such bullshit. Like, and I feel like even, like, they did an interview with Tony Hawk, like, three weeks after it came out, and he's just like, you can ask me anything, but I don't want to talk about Pro Skater 5. Like, 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 immediately after he dropped, he's like, different tears in his eyes. (laughs) He's like, this fucking sucks, don't ask me about it. You know, I just wanted to say this, put this out there about Pro Skater 5. Um, I knew it, but I wanted to get the correct information off the internet here, um... But uh, the game was rushed when it was developed. I think a little bit mm-hmm. because of a licensing deal. That's what. They and I remember. All say. I remember. <laughs> well, no, I remember um, uh, hearing about it when it came out, and it's. It, I have it pulled up on here. It's an article from uh, Vice, and um, it says according to a press release from 2002, uh, oh. Activision and Tony Hawk renewed the licensing deal through 2015, so they didn't want to renew it again. Because it cost more money, and they they wanted to cash out on the series one last oh. time, and they and they asked about it in 2015. It looks like a, a spokesperson a spokesperson asked Activision about it, and they just directed them to the old 2002 um, press release that they were doing it till 2015. So mm. that was basically saying yes that they were kind of rushing it a little bit to get it out um, to get it to so they could put it out because if they went past, they couldn't put it out. Oh so, my god! I think that's a testament to how strong Tony Hawk was in 2002. <laughs> they yeah. could, to 2015 yeah. in gaming years—that's <laughs> insanity. And then like they wait till like 14 when like Tony Hawk's like, please, please let me write this wrong. One more, baby. Just one one more. more, please. One last time, honey. One last then, ride, and baby. And Activision's like. You got ten months <laughs> to just not fuck this up. Oh Jesus! That I'm glad you looked that up. That's crazy. Yeah, well, I knew. I just didn't want to have false info. Like I knew it, but I, well, that was, that's the specifically from an article on it. So. Well, I'm glad that it showed in the final product. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it showed showed how hard they worked. All right, so let's let's tell them what it actually plays like because we had to give it a little sample before we actually recorded this. Yeah, so I got a sealed copy of the game yesterday um for like 12 bucks and i paid way too much for it um but it did you keep your receipt i I did (laughs) i did but i work there so they'll know i bought it and just returned it because it was shit um hey guys uh but uh it to me immediately the first thing that put me off was the kind of I don't want to say cell shaded graphics, but it, to me it gave the cell shaded vibe. I think it is cell shaded, yeah, it is. And it had like the black outline around the character, and it was just like the most cartoony, weird Tony Hawk game I've seen. Even against a game like American Wasteland, I it made me want to play American but Wasteland. It's almost it's cell shaded, but the the coloring almost looks painted. If you know what I mean, it's that like weird a muted. That kinda... weird brushstroke art style that some of the newer like indie games almost have, if you know what I mean. Some of the 3D indie games, like a not a Telltale, but almost if you played Life is Strange. Yeah, yeah, it like almost it's, looked it's like that sort it's of like graphic style. Pseudo cartoony cell realism. Yeah. That just, to me, it works in some of those other games, but for Tony Hawk, it did not feel natural. What do you think, Matt? Of the art style, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's not my favorite, but that is. 
the the least severe crime that this game commits. Yeah, get get it out of the way, I guess. As far as the overall controls, to me, it still felt okay. Like it wasn't inherently broken as a control scheme, but it just felt it felt weak. Like it it felt like it was fast in the wrong ways and slow in the wrong ways. Like it was like it, it, when it came time to be tight controls it was a little bit loose and then you guys did this more than i did but like the fast fall there's a fast fall in yeah. it like what is it triangle you just boom hit it the ground almost made it slower because of the fact that you'd be in the middle of a trick or grinding or something and you would tap it again or something and usually it wouldn't do anything mm-hmm. but in this game you fall to the ground and lose your combo so or you just like snap to a rail yeah like, it was Fucked. Like, yeah, and just the jumping, like <clears throat> one of the core mechanics of all the games is how you do an ollie, and it just feels like such a huge departure in five. Like you shoot like out of the ground so quickly, and you go like <laughs> two times as high in any other game. It it just it feels bizarre. It's it's not right. And Insane. then when you you're either falling to the ground in like a weird kind of moon way, or you just boom, or snap you use to that fastball button. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just to me it. Oh, and the most heinous thing above all of that. The thing that makes me not be able to forgive it, there is no split-screen multiplayer in a fucking Tony Hawk game. In every other game that I've played in the series and every other game to my knowledge, it's two-player split-screen. So you can, like, trick attack with your friends or just, like, free skate, whatever. Um, Nothing. It's just, it's online multiplayer only, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and online by default. Like, we we started, you know, a game on the first level or whatever, and there's other dudes with the gamer tags rolling around <laughs> in our game. They ran into us. It's like, what is this? Yeah, it's like private match. It's like, this isn't private at all. <laughs> and then, like, we, we went into, like, the... Like this, I don't know if it was a story or just like a level. We found the first mission. Yeah, and it's like you know, burst all the uh, you know balloons or balls or whatever in the swimming pool, and you're just skating in this bowl. So we go to quit it to go back to the free skate, and it freezes. Like you can still play the game, but like there's this black box in the center of the screen. Like <laughs> we found a game-breaking bug the first ten well, minutes of gameplay. Not to mention we booted it up the first time and had to restart it just because we booted it up and it wouldn't load in. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the first <laughs> boots on the ground here. Ground crew just game game won't yeah, play. Yeah, like the game crashed like three times about the gameplay we did for maybe twenty minutes. You know? Oh my god, it, it, that's like, worse than a Bethesda game. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it seems like every time somebody shit talks in the gaming industry, it turns into Bethesda. But maybe we should start talking about God. They Pro Skater Five did. <laughs> like, it's a real fucking uh, Activision Robo Moto style right yeah, here. Like with Bethesda. It's a good game that has, like, technical flaws. Yeah, like, just characters floating across the screen, but you're still playing. The story's great. Yeah. Like, you see a troll T-pose by you, and you're like, oh, hey, what's up? (laughs) Who knows? Yeah, Yeah. but at the end of the day, like, when you're laying in bed, you're like, Skyrim's a good game, (laughs) you know? Whereas with Pro Skater 5, you're like, this is just the shit on top of the shit cake. Like, it's just bad. I have a question for you guys. Um, I know we're talking about Pro Skater 5, but, uh, you know, I feel like we've shit-talked it enough. Um, I know you're leading the podcast here, but what about a remake? Did you guys think you guys think they're going to do any more HDs? So, I think that Tony Hawk is pretty much dead 
at this point. I think the fact that five tanks so hard, I could see them doing an HD of two. Just or like to, a collection, maybe? Maybe a collection. That, that's my dream. I like would, a Master Chief collection yeah. of just like the first five one, games, six Or even games. like an Underground yeah. 1 and 2 combo pack where they do this or that. Or, you know, something of that sorts where, I mean, you got to think that's... People will buy the old ones HD. People liked Pro Skater HD, the, the, the one they did. See, and that's my only fear. Because I've, I've thought about this too, but it's like... Like the Pro Skater HD remake seemed to be solid like it seemed to be legit it's just i think five especially the fact that tony hawk was like up on stage like we got this guys like he was so (laughs) ready and then it tanked literally one of the worst games i've ever played it's just like i think the public faith they're they're just like uh uncle tony just just go sit down it's okay and he's like i'm i'm a skater i'm a famous skateboarder and they're like oh it's you know, like, I think it's like he's going into that sweet night <laughs> now. And, like, I, I, I think that it would sell, uh, like, a like a HD of, like, 2, 3, and 4. But I don't think we're going to see much in the way. I think it's just going to fade, personally. Maybe, Which in ten, is, maybe in 10 years, you know. In 10 years. <laughs> yeah, we'll I'm, get Ryan Sheckler's yeah. Pro Skater or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ryan Sheckler's Pro Skater 10. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, I feel like it could come back, but it's just... Because my, yeah, my dream is like what you said, Matt, like just a collection of all the games um, up to the, the Neversoft games. I would even accept like the Downhill Jam, Project 8, whatever. Like, just give me a Neversoft collection. But the fact that those rights are in limbo, I don't think Activision gives a shit. I mean, look at how long it took them to do like Crash, you know what I mean, as a remake. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I feel like remakes are so popular right now and... You know, uh, I feel like there is a resurgence in skate culture in the last maybe three to four years, you know. Yeah. I could even see a new franchise being built out. We kind of have a lack of good sports games besides the Maddens and the FIFAs and stuff. I mean, we there's no games coming out, even like junky surfing games and stuff. There's none of that stuff coming out right now, you it, know. It seems like if it does come out, it's indie, like NBA players what, what is it like nba battlegrounds or yeah or and playgrounds or something like mean, that it's kind of like an nba jam style we, game but it's indie you know we mentioned it a little bit but um was ali ali yeah they like or the and that's like a 2d side scroller and i have it i was like a free game on playstation plus last year maybe um and it's fun you know yeah it's like a stick person i think and you're just skating down like a like side scrolling, but you know, games like that are still fun. Yeah, I think people want to play skateboarding yeah. games because, like, people like me that like, can't skate worth a shit in real life and never will. It's like you, it's fun when it's in an arcade style. Yeah. But even like Skate Three, that's 2010, mm-hmm. and it's I, been a while. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, the reason that um, I was able to play it on the Xbox One, it just got added to backwards compatibility from the 360 to the Xbox One within the past, I think, month or two. Um, really? Am I wrong? I rebought it, like, a year. And right when I played it on right, the Xbox right One? Right when I got my Xbox One, so maybe a year and a half ago, actually, it got added. Okay, okay. So the what, Xbox One X re, like, redo thing, I think, happened more recently, though. Okay, okay. Maybe that's what it was. But I guess with this resurgence of the... Xbox One, like Phil Spencer's like, we fucked up, we better make this backwards compatible now. <laughs> um, like, I think that has helped bring, you know, Skate back, but um, 
I just wonder, do you think they'll ever make another skate game? I would probably say it'd be more likely to get a Skate 4 than a Tony Hawk game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That I I'm, completely and, agree Which with. I'm okay with. Fuck, you know what? Fuck modern day Tony Hawk games. <laughs> I, I hope we don't get another Tony Hawk game. I want a remaster or like a reskin, whatever. Um, give me a 4K Underground 2, you know? But yeah. I do not want a Pro Skater 6 or whatever. It would just be, at this point, I have zero faith. Just because of like playing Pro Skater Five for fifteen minutes was it one of the worst gaming experiences <laughs> I've had well, in a long time. And I think people went pretty nutty when uh, when Skate Three came out for like uh, Xbox One, and I remember seeing an article about the Xbox One X enhancements. I think they made on it. Yeah, people are going pretty nutty on it. I feel like they will definitely you know put out a Skate Four, and we'll see you know an E three announcement where they're like. We got something else for you at the end of like a showcase, and they'll be like, "We think we, we think you're really gonna like it." And then they'll, they'll cut the skate for yeah, you know, like Phil Spencer <laughs> smug, and then yeah. like, it, it, like the audience is clapping, but then it like flashes to Tony Hawk, and he's just like shaking his head, like as soon as you hear like as soon as you hear like wheels rolling on cement, he's like, "Fuck!" Like just like just storms out of E3. I don't. Yeah, I I think that's much more likely, and I think that that's probably part of why. It got kind of enhanced on the X and released for back compat is because of back like compat. yeah you like it uh, <laughs> just testing the waters and all the hype kind of I think it's gonna happen. Like yeah, do, does this franchise still have milk in it? I, I think yeah. the answer is yes. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, but it's just it's just kind of depressing. Um, rest in peace. Uh, Anthony Hawk, uh, rest in peace, and and know that there are still fans out there uh, of the first like six games. Curse you for making five and fucking why? You know what? I think the lesson today is don't trust Activision. That's I think that's a great lesson. Don't trust Activision like post two thousand ten. I mean, have we ever trusted Activision in the last eight years? You know. <laughs> You know what? I don't. I, as they gained power, they're kind of like the Empire. You know, it's like them and EA. It's like, do you really, do you really want to trust these? I don't know. There's just certain gaming companies that just leave a bad taste in your mouth. As far as like, oh God, like Activision has the rights. It's in a graveyard. You know, I, or like I think the only of the big publishers that really do it right is Ubisoft in that market of not being evil. Yeah, I think Ubisoft is a good example of, like, the best of the worst. Like, they're not yeah. a bad company. Like, are they French-Canadian or, like, are they just French? They're, yeah, they're, I think they're French or French-Canadian. Montreal. Or, Mon they have their studios, I mean, all over, but... Yeah, but it's like, they can still make a good game, like yeah. <laughs> Mario Rabbids, you know? they do a ton of like, indie initiatives and stuff, too. I mean, they put out some good stuff. My, you want to know, not to get too sidetracked here, but... When when Ubisoft won my heart, I know the exact moment. It's when they're announcing awards for uh, Mario Rabbids, and they have the guy that created the game stand up in the audience, and he's like this big, like fat, like hairy bearded dude, and he's just like he's so proud, and he begins to weep openly and like just tears of joy, and I'm like, this man cares about his game. It's his passion. Yeah, like, I, I got a little choked up. I was like, this is a man right here. Like, that, you're not gonna see oh an EA gosh. executive crying over FIFA. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, you know, he's not gonna be like, yeah, the Madden 18 career mode, we poured our hearts and soul into it, brother. Like, I don't know, like, 
Yeah, so, but as far as the series, I, I just personally think it's a wrap. So, but hey, at least it can live on uh, in 2018 with mobile games. Thanks a lot, Skate Jam. Really great <laughs> game. But Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. And uh, I... I don't know. Tony Hawk will always be a good memory for us. The glory years, um, you know, manualing into heaven right now, just <laughs> gone forever. Um, but yeah, at least it had its time to shine. So um, as far as uh, Dan's game room goes, you can find me. I'm now on iTunes and Stitcher and Google uh, Play as far as uh, where you can find me. Also on Podbean and Twitter and Instagram at Dan's Game Room. So thank you guys so much for coming on. And until next time. See you guys. Thanks. Fuck Activision. Okay. Cool. Fades into darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah.